0: Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B. Rush on this Wednesday morning, about halfway through the day. And with that, we get to bring up head coach of the Queen's University of Charlotte Royals baseball program, Ross Steedley Coach. Good morning. Welcome to the Rush Hour Morning Show.
1: Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, Appreciate you guys having us on, talking a little bit about Queens baseball and great weather here today. So we're excited. Uh, Season's coming up starting on Friday, and and we're looking forward to it. But just glad to be joining you guys this morning.
2: Hey, Coach, real quick, before we jump into the baseball talk, you talked about how nice the weather is. Now, you you have openly acknowledged on your social media that you struggle to make putts with this. uh, (laughs) So Here's here's my question with this beautiful weather, the last couple of weeks, have you even had a chance to go out and work on
1: your golf game? Or is it just baseball? Uh, Hey, you know, I think people always need to be honest about their golf game, right? Yeah. You know, they need, they need to be realist. And, and I am, I am first to admit that when it comes down to making some crucial putts, I'm known to miss them. Um, I have not played. We took our staff, Back, uh, you know, classes started January 9th, and we took our staff out for a little Friday golf round before we started classes and practice, and we had a good little four ball. Um, but I have not played since then and uh, probably will not play until sometime this summer when I get a chance.
2: Well, I'm assuming those you still struggle with those putts or you would have found
1: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah, when you're not playing or getting to practice, uh, that's usually what shows up in the game, the, uh, the small ball, as, as they call it, a little short game.
0: I knew that I was a fan of Ross Steedley, and now Ross Steedley just goes to the top of the leaderboard in my book. I had no idea that Ross Steedley played golf. This is fantastic
2: news.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, avid uh, love to play golf. That's probably my biggest, uh, biggest hobby. A lot of people think that's all I do, uh, especially my buddies. They give me a hard time, but no, I, I really don't. I, and in true story, uh, I played one round of golf in the last calendar year. So that that is a fact.
2: When did you take it up, Coach? Was it high school? Was it before that? Was it in college, just goofing off with the boys? Um,
1: well, honestly, I mean, so I come from a fairly athletic family. Dad played college ball, some uncles, and then my brother and I and our dad just got us involved at an early age. Um, and, and his, you know, kind of rule of thumb a probably a lot of dads were is, hey, we can't play golf during baseball season, but um, that kind of faded away as we got older. And it was just one of those things where it was a great time to have father and son um, relationship bonding time, and then you grow up, and as you're playing on your sports teams, a lot of your teammates are avid golfers, and, and we would go out and we'd hit it around and um, you know, just carried me all the way through my youth and in through college, and then as I've got out of college, it's just a great way to build relationships and then also a great opportunity when you're trying to fundraise and establish some relationships in the community and do charity events and that type of thing. So I will try to play as much as I can when I can, schedule dependent. I love to play golf.
0: Ross Steedley, the first interaction that I ever had with you was you were a catcher with the Charlotte 49ers. And I could just tell the first few times that I would see you play, your mannerisms, so on and so forth, I'm like, this guy could easily become a college baseball coach. And it, it, as it turns out, I was right on the money. Now, I will say this. You went from college baseball coach to Division I college head baseball coach in a really fast fashion. What's that transition been like for you in the last year?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, I would say my my goal was always to be a coach. It really was. Right? So that's, um, that is spot on. My, my dad used to joke that one of his sons used to dream about playing and the other one used to dream about coaching. Um, so I always viewed the game through coaching. But, yeah, I went right into coaching in 2012 when I got done playing at Charlotte and I've bounced around a little bit from Pfeiffer to Marvin Ridge High School to Gardner-Webb to Charlotte to Jacksonville University, and then I get hired at Queens, and, and we are a Division II program, and then we have transitioned. The program is only really five and a half years old, and now I'm the head coach of what is now a Division One program, and my, uh, my thanks just goes out to the administration, but it's really – it has. It seems – it's hard to believe that I've been coaching for a decade or so now. That is crazy. Um, and I don't view it any differently in the terms of, oh, we're division one. I just view it as we're going to try to keep doing what we've set out to do here. And that's try to build a really consistent, um, sustainable, successful baseball program. And we're excited to be at this level because as a competitor, you want to play against the best. Um, and we know what this level, and especially this region, um, that allows us to do. So that's, uh, that's something I don't take for granted on a daily basis.
0: Head Coach Ross Steedley of the Queens University Royals here with us this morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. You know, Coach, um, the Atlantic Sun Conference is a really good conference to get started in. And this is going to be a league that I think you're going to find from the travel standpoint, from the quality of baseball. It's a really good starting place as you guys begin your Division One tour as a program.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not We're jumping right into it. I mean, I think first of all, you know, like people need to understand how good Division Two baseball is in this region and then understanding, yes, what we're what we're taking on here. Um the A Sun is really good. It's a multi-bid league in the NCAA postseason. For those that don't know what that means is it's routinely getting two teams into the regionals. Um, you look at a program like Liberty with Scott Jackson and what he's built there and then Kennesaw State um, to a program I coached at at JU. So I'm familiar with the A-Sun. Stetson's really good. FGCU's really good. EKU and all the programs are good. So uh, it's going to be different for our guys from the standpoint of, like you said, travel. You're playing four to five games a week. I mean, we have a week this year where we play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then we play a Tuesday game. Then we play Wednesday at Truist. And then we get on a plane Thursday morning and we fly to central Arkansas. Um, So it's going to be a a fast paced It's going to be a sprint. And we've got to manage that the best we can. We know we're going to play some really good competition, um, some high-level quality competition. But but again, I think it's going to be a good chance for us to um, establish ourselves and just keep trying to get better every day as we try to build this program um, at this level that we're at.
2: Coach you mentioned that you know there's a lot of great talent around here in Division 2 and, and there's a big jump between D2 and D1. We had one of your coworkers Grant Leonard on I think a week or week and a half ago. He was talking about the same thing with basketball. He said the basically the difference could be you know, a guy's two or three inches taller than you, you know, that could be the difference between a D2 and D1. What's the difference between a D2 player in baseball and a D1 player? Is it a guy that can throw, he goes from 93 and locating to 95 with a better breaking ball? What's the main differences there?
1: Yeah, no, that's some of it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see some arms with a tick, better velo, some arms with uh, one or two type better breaking balls. Um, I think overall, just the depth of your roster, you're going to talk about the pitching staffs are going to be deeper. Guys coming out of the bullpen are still going to be really good. Uh, There's going to be guys that come off the bench and and are going to be put into a game from a position player standpoint. I think the two biggest things that we'll have to get adjusted to and that that people will know is I think any level you go up, especially, I mean, in pro ball and college ball, as you advance any level of sport, the physicality gets different. Um, and the speed of the game changes. I mean, I'm a big football guy. You, you watch football, and from college to the NFL, I mean, it, it's like those plays are happening at lightning warp speed. So you look at a guy like from my hometown, of rowing County, like, like Vance Honeycutt at Chapel Hill, the guy can really run. So it's those types. You have really good athletes. You have speed of the game. You have some physicality. And then just the depths of the arms are going to be different. So we'll have to get adjusted how quickly we can get settled in. But I like our chances, um, and we just got to stay healthy.
0: Here with Ross Steedley, head coach of Queen's University of Charlotte, the Royals starting up their first run in Division I baseball. Coach, now at the Division II level, you're basically getting started into conference play. You're a fifth of the way through the entire schedule. When you get to the end of the regular season at the Division One level, that's typically when the regionals are taking place at the Division Two level. You know your yeah. season's going to be much longer on the back end, but you've also got a few extra weeks to prepare your club for the rigors of Division One baseball. How helpful was that for your group this year? Oh,
1: it's, uh, it's huge. I was joking with a, a coaching buddy of mine the other day. I remember when I got coaching at Pfeiffer in 2012, my first job, And, you know, like you're talking about we division one baseball goes into May into June and you're done with school and you're playing basically your your last month or so, especially if you go into postseason, you're playing with no classes. So it feels awesome. And I remember our season ended in the conference tournament in April. And I was like, what is going on? Like, what do I do? Because, you know, we were used to making regionals and playing in the postseason. So. Our, that's another adjustment. You know, classes are going to end. We're going to have a month or so left of the regular season, trying to make the postseason. We are eligible for the conference tournament, um, and like I said, our guys are just going to have to get adjusted. And we got to make sure, as a coaching staff, that we help our guys handle uh, the season. But from a preparation standpoint, it's uh, it's been great because. You come back, like I said, classes start January 9th, and you don't feel like you play in two weeks. Um, you have a month or so to prepare. You're able to get guys in the weight room properly. You're able to build up the arm strength from the mound standpoint. You're able to really do some things from a practice standpoint to where you feel like you've covered all your um, all your checks and boxes. And uh, We feel like we've got a good foundation underneath us, and we just got to keep working. And But the preparation has been different, but it's been better, and, and our guys look good.
0: Coach, let me ask you this question because you're opening up the schedule at LP Friends Stadium on Friday, weather permitting, of course, against the Appalachian State Mountaineers. How important was it, A, to go to a ballpark to open the year, to open your program's Division I run at a close enough proximity for all your fans to get to and to be able to play a regional opponent much like the Appalachian State Mountaineers. How important was it for this program to be able to check off those boxes in your first run?
1: No, really important. Um, I've always looked at scheduling. Uh, Coach Hibbs, my he was joking with me as he was like, well, he's like he's I see a lot of similarities to how we did things. But I've always just viewed scheduling as we want to try to go play the best we can in the best venues we can, um, especially early because it, see, it gives your guys a test that you see where you're really at. Um, You get guys exposure. It opens your, as you said, your fans and our administration get a chance to really be a part of a great venue against a well-known brand name regional program. Um, And I, and I want our guys to have that exposure and it creates some excitement. I think anytime that you're playing in a pro park, it adds a little bit of extra juice, um, a little bounce in your step and open a weekend. There's always that energy. Um, But and especially against app state who I'm close with their coaching staff, very dear friends um coach smith is is a mentor of mine and a friend coach Brett johnson the assistant coach there is a dear friend so it's going to be interesting on that dynamic competing against friends um but then also uh getting our guys a chance to to get their feet in that park um hopefully have the weather cooperate and then have good crowds and some warmer weather again and, and just go play baseball that's really what it comes down to coach let me let me ask you this one question
0: since this is your first run through division one baseball with this Queens University program, what are some of your 30,000-foot expectations or aspirations, if you will, about what you'd like to see out of your program once you're sort of assessing everything once you get into June and July?
1: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the 30,000-foot, that's good. Is Well, I think it always goes down to what we try to accomplish every day. Are our guys taking care of the things they need to take care of? Um, Are we getting better? I think sometimes people lose sight over the course of the season. You think just play, 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 but you're also trying to get better. So what we talk about as our checkpoints throughout the season is getting off to a good start, um, trying to peak at the right time, as people say, which means to the back half of the season. And then we want to be playing in the conference tournament. We want to be one of the eight teams that are playing in the ASUN tournament. Uh, When the calendar flips and and we go down there and play in the postseason our first year. So that 30,000 foot view is is I want our guys to uh, embrace the opportunity like it is an exciting opportunity. It's a challenge. And I think as competitors, we really need to relish that. Uh, As I told our guys, really, all this year is um, the big picture of there's never going to be another 2023 Queens baseball team. Uh, There's never going to be another first. Division one and program and team school history baseball team here at Queens, so how we write that story, how we go about it, like this group gets to be remembered um for a very long time and i and I want them to embrace that and go after it um and really have have the joy to to be competing at the highest level Coach Ross Steedley here with us coach right now,
0: I'm looking at your entire schedule so You've got some names coming to your ballpark on Tuckasegee Road. You're wrapping up the year with Stetson. You're going to travel to Bellarmine, but then you've got Eastern Kentucky coming in to Charlotte for a series. You've got Kennesaw State coming in, and then you've got Florida Gulf Coast University. Again, we talk about the Atlantic Sun Conference being a very solid baseball conference. Having these teams come in to Charlotte – has got to be a great opportunity for you to show off your program. Give us give us every reason that we need to know for everybody that's tuning in today to come to tucka CG Road and catch your program in action against some of the best of the
1: Atlantic Sun Conference. Yeah, well, I think uh, people, again, like you mentioned earlier, how good it is, like big leaguer, multiple big leaguers have come through this conference, uh, from Jacob DeGrom to Chris Sale to Daniel Murphy, like it is high-level baseball, so I think, The main reason people need to come is to obviously come out and watch and support Queens and how hard um, our guys work and and they play hard and they give great effort trying to accomplish really good things and represent themselves and the program and their families in our school well. So they need to come out and support that as we grow this program. We are the Queens University of Charlotte. So Charlotte's attached to us. We want the community in the city uh, to be behind us and then. If you're a fan of baseball, you're not going to get any better baseball right here than our backyard. Uh, it's a great venue. Uh, we have the planes flying over. We call that a home field advantage. Hopefully we get a, we get a couple wins out of that. So it really is like we've, uh, we've added lights. So we're going to play the first night games in Queens history this year. So I think that always adds another dynamic. But it's just a, it's an opportunity to come out and see an up-and-coming program. Um, a young program, an energetic, motivated program that's going to play high-level baseball with some quality opponents. I mean, Kennesaw State was in the regional last year. Again, FGCU has been high-level. Stetson, as you know, EKU, Coach Pro Throw, is doing a good job there. I think in one poll they were preseason top 40. Um, so you're going to see future big leaguers on the field. You're going to see uh, a lot of quality baseball, and there may or may not be some food trucks when you come out there. So you're going to get some good food as well. Well, that
0: I think you've sold us. I think you've given us every reason to come out and watch some Queens University baseball this year. Coach, I am definitely putting it on my calendar to get out there and watch games as much as I possibly can. We thank you so much for your time this morning. Best of luck to you as you start your season against Kermit Smith's Appalachian State Mountaineers and all the way through this 23 schedule.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Thank you all very much. Chance to give uh, Queens baseball some exposure uh, And if you have any putting tips or, or, putting videos, send them my way so I can start making some more when I get out there.
2: Coach, I have some great advice for you. Take two weeks, give off, it two. take two weeks off, then quit. <laughs> <laughs> Retire the club. That great.
1: Yes, that is great. That'll save me a lot of stress. <laughs> all yeah. right, coach. Good luck. Thanks coach. We'll I talk to you soon. Y'all. Thank you.
0: Folks, when we come back on the other side of this timeout, we'll be that much closer to hour two
1: being in the books on this Rush Hour morning show. We'll be back in just a bit.